0: Welcome to Astro Tea, everyone. This is your weekly astro forecast and survival guide to the stars. So thank you to all of our OG Astro fam and newbies for joining us while we take a closer look at the transit and cosmic energy of the week ahead. We have some amazing products like the Astro Tea Journal and the Astro Calendar to empower you on a unique journey of divine alignment with nature. Just click on the available links and if you have not already, sign up for the email list to join the Tea Party and get all the
1: exclusive sits. So let's. get this cosmic tea brewing Hey, Soul. thank you for joining us and for those of you who are joining us for the first time we're going to run through the energy of the upcoming week i'll talk about it from the lens of astrology and then empress gives her amazing insights in terms of the tarot and then we're going to have a conversation at the end on stage and so Yeah, we got a lot going on. I feel like a lot of us are still processing that full moon and we have a new moon coming up this week in addition to the sun changing signs, Mars changing signs, a lot of things going on. Jupiter changing signs as well. So it's a very, very intense week. We talked about it last week to kind of get prepared. It's a major week, especially for this month, for this season. So we're going to get right into it tomorrow monday may 15th we have mars and cancer trine neptune and pisces and so we're starting off this forecast for the week centering our emotional state and recognizing the impact that our emotions have on our mindset on our nervous system, on our capacity to live fully and to be present on a day-to-day basis, right? Our ability to intentionally alchemize and to manifest with intention to the highest form of our dreams and our desires. How we feel emotionally impacts all of that. Our emotional state, our vibration um, has a direct impact on what we believe can be possible for ourselves, for our circumstances, what we think can happen in a day, in a week, in a month, right? it all really depends on our emotional frequency. So it's important for us to address this conflict, right? This emotional turmoil and inner conflict has been setting the tone for how we show up, right? A lot of us actually have help, support, and resources at our disposal to accomplish our dreams and to feel spiritually aligned and fulfilled. But our emotional state specifically feelings of discomfort, resentment, regret, defensiveness, right, protecting the self and your emotional state. It demands so much of our conscious attention and our effort. So we have been denying ourselves the space, right, to be able to process what do these emotions mean? What, like, How can I turn my situation around just by putting myself in a better emotional state? We've been denying ourselves the space to process that conversation. So this may be a day where people feel the need to escape, right? These feelings of escape. You may be feeling tired, like a deep level of exhaustion. And this day, Monday, is really about nurturing ourselves by creating a state of solitude and spiritual communion. So checking in with ourselves, our spirit, finding out what has been weighing on you, Right. Just because you've gotten used to carrying it doesn't mean that it's not a heavy burden. You know, you're like, oh, I'm used to this. You know, "I've, I've dealt with resentment and guilt and feeling taken advantage of my whole life. You know, but it's like that doesn't mean it's not heavy. Right. And we have to create that space to check in with this emotional turmoil, because that is what's been affecting our manifesting power, our ability to speak greatness into our lives and things like that. So taking a detour to figure out what has had us emotionally perturbed and seeking a solution to that root issue can get us into alignment in other areas of our life real quick. We just have to be willing to slow down and take the time to listen to what's on our mind and what's on our heart. Taurus season is really about toiling the soil patiently yet persistently so naturally as we're toiling we're gonna go to go into this meditative pensive state right you don't have air pods you don't have music you don't have distractions on this farm it's just you and the land so what is coming up in your mind as you're toiling away as you're working the land right that's what this day is supposed to show us what is it that comes into your mind when you let it drift when you daydream how do you heal those emotional things that come up or are we going to deny it and escape it right that's that's up to us to choose So this day, I think, can bring up a lot of those emotions. And it's about, do we set a space to deal with that? Do we set a boundary? Do we call out of work? Do we say no to a prior commitment? What are we willing to do to get ourselves back to center? So that's what I have for Monday's transit. Um, Empress, what does this look like in the tarot?
0: Monday oh my goodness we have Mars in Cancer and that's trining Neptune and Pisces on Monday May 15th in the tarot this is the three of cups trining the eight of cups and today's forecast is really about celebrating the creation of new connections that will assist you in tapping into your creative energy with this three of cups while also releasing emotions and habits that will change and elevate your vibration with this eight of cups energy here and so this is an out with the old and in with the new type energy opening up for this week and divine is wanting us to move into an energy of thriving being able to celebrate life lifting each other up and as we wrap up tourist season this week, knowing your wealth is also very important. What we deserve to experience this lifetime is something that we need to be just having in our in our mind's eye, right? That's a focal point right now. So today's transit is really about identifying the opportunities that you have to get the ball moving towards the change you want to see, continuing that momentum with this fixed energy of Taurus that we're still in and feeling, even if it doesn't happen all at once today, right? Even if you still have to clock in, you still have a nine to five, right? You still have other obligations. What actions are you taking to graduate become less reliant on others and more reliant on yourself more reliant on your work ethic more reliant on how you can emotionally persist if you would like more opportunities to go out not worrying about spending your money and being able to raise your glass to living your best life, then what financial habits do you need to potentially leave behind with this eight of cups in order for that to be your reality? So today, just being intentional about pouring your energy into activities, into tasks, plans and scheduling that will bring you closer to the life you really want to create and experience and further away from the accumulation of energetic clutter that will no longer serve us um, in this spring season as we're going into this mutable energy of Gemini for Sunday. So I really love what you mentioned as well, So about the impact our emotions have on our lives, that being another focus point for today. What do we believe is possible for ourselves? I love that you asked that question and it made me think about how environments and people contribute to our emotional state so just being more aware of that as we open up this week and we're in the last deacon and degrees of Taurus season so that's what i'm seeing from monday's transit to open up the week let's get into tuesday's forecast
1: so tuesday we have a major transit that we've been talking about for a while and it's finally here So I I can't even say finally, because we're already talking about how Taurus season is over. We're about to go into Gemini season. I feel like Jupiter and Aries actually went very quickly. So the transit we have for Tuesday, May 16th is Jupiter is entering Taurus. So I guess, you know, in true Aries fashion, Jupiter kind of just came and went. (laughs) But I did. I don't know about y'all, but I did see the very magnetic, large-scale chaotic changes. So I think, like, you know, I saw the abruptness with which Jupiter and Aries was also moving. So um, we're finally here. We're shifting signs. Jupiter and Taurus, it's going to be especially beneficial for Earth signs because it's going to create that trine effect. So uh, Virgo, Capricorn, any prominent placements in those signs, you know, Jupiter will be trining those signs for you, those areas of your chart. And it's also going to be really beneficial for water signs as well, so Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces as well, because it's creating a sextile, so it's bringing a lot of well-needed support um, and stability, because, you know, water can flow in any It takes up the shape of its container right so for this to be able to provide that stability right think about it as like you're drowning in the middle of the ocean right neptune and pisces and you get thrown a little um flotation device right you just that amount of stability to get you like okay i'm recalibrated i'm i'm in this i can survive i can see through you know so jupiter's providing that sense of stability to water signs at this time so um for Uh, fixed signs, it may bring up a little bit of tension, right, or conflict that needs to be resolved and worked through in order to attain wisdom and also learn uh, discipline, right, for the other fixed signs. So Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius, you know, this can, Jupiter can kind of bring some tension, but I think it's for the best, right? We're talking about Jupiter here. So it's like whatever the lesson is that gets learned, it's going to help bring a sense of abundance to this Taurus aspect of your life, your self-value, how you deal with money, how you deal with stability, how you deal with scarcity, right? In times of a lack of stability, right? So um, we're shifting from this radical, fearless, impulsive, driven, drastic energy of Jupiter being in Aries to now like, before where we have may felt like forcibly dragged into alignment. Right. Situations that's like, all right, you're here. Right. So what are you going to do? Um, You said you wanted this here. I'm going to give it to you right now. How are you going to act? How are you going to maintain it? How are you going to address it? Right. We were kind of dragged into alignment. To now we're shifting to a more intentional, a steady, a sustainable, a deliberate, exponential, integral, primal energy of Taurus, right, which is a very different energy for Jupiter. So this brings us back to the faith without works conversation that we had from a few episodes back. Taurus season is about the fruits of our labor, right? And not labor in the sense that people think, right? This isn't about getting a job or money or capitalism or climbing the corporate ladder. I'm talking about the fruits of labor from a feminine perspective. Taurus is a feminine sign. The moon is exalted in Taurus, right? The moon of all... Uh, planetary bodies in astrology is exalted in Taurus, right? It's a Venusian sign that through the lens of earth, right? Think green pastures, meadows, farmland, gardens, right? This is the self-love work. So this is not like go to work, get a job, work hard. That's not what I mean by the fruits of our labor. It's about the self-love work and the blessings that come from just feeling like the best version of yourself. Whatever work you did, to whatever investments you made to get yourself feeling like the best version of yourself right with the the support that you need to just really be that ideal version of yourself that's what it is doing what you can in whatever capacity to show yourself honor and dignity is what Jupiter and Taurus is about and don't worry because it is a sign that understands what it it's like to be in scarcity, right? So you don't need to buy a candle. You don't need to buy a crystal. You don't need to spend all this money. Jupiter and Taurus understands. Like even when the money's tight is how can you do what you can within this context to show yourself honor and dignity? So it's bringing a long awaited healing for those who answered the call when the North Node first shifted into Taurus, right, those who've been doing that self-love work, who've been answering the call, who've been getting more financially responsible with money, who've been charging more for their business, right, and their services, who've been a more confident entrepreneur, the people who've been doing the work, Jupiter and Taurus is going to bring the blessing because we all know that the North Node in Taurus has not been easy and has not been comfortable in that area of life but for those of us who've persevered on this journey into the deepest parts of ourselves then a brighter day is coming with Jupiter and Taurus so I'm very excited for this transit definitely look at where you have Taurus in your chart what house um, so that you can see where this energy is kind of being activated for you personally so that's what I have for Tuesday's energy what does Jupiter going into Taurus look like from the tarot
0: Yes, that was so beautiful. And on Tuesday, May 16th, we have Jupiter entering Taurus. Like you said, it's not finally, right? It kind of is, but you know, we've been anticipating. So in the tarot, Jupiter entering Taurus is the Wheel of Fortune entering the Hierophant and King of Pentacles energy. And the reason why we began the week with the trine between Mars and Neptune is so that we can get clear on what we are willing to do. To commit to and actually see manifest. And with the Wheel of Fortune entering the Higher Fountain King of Pentacles energy, what practices, what routines, what habits are you committing your time and energy to, right? Because that's what you are expanding or experiencing expansion with in your experience whatever fixed actions you've committed to energetically will be the results you see showing up tangibly physically for you in this time and so those of us in the collective that have been fixed in our efforts to tend to our garden and be disciplined in certain tasks as well as our commitment to our spiritual connection and healing will begin to see expansion that others may think is pure luck right? Because of how quickly things pick up and the influx of abundance and wealth that we come into while Jupiter is in the energy of Taurus. And this is a new season. This really marks a new season, this transit does, because Taurus is an off sign and this deals with our physical senses and physical body. And so weeds, right? Thinking of a garden with that analogy, weeds that you have been allowing to grow in your garden and not removing, even though they're not in alignment with what divine has been nudging you to direct your efforts, your senses and body will also see an expansion inside in, in terms of side effects that your body and senses will also see an expansion, right, from watering those weeds. So, the weeds in your garden will also be expanded with this energy. So, keep that in mind. Overall, this is really a time of new adventures, right, with this Wheel of Fortune energy, this Jupiterian energy. This is a time of new beginnings, new opportunities for stability and a time where the struggle makes more sense. Right. When we had the North Node going to Taurus, it was like, why am I keep having to water the same plant and I haven't seen nothing break through the soil yet? Why am I continuing to have to walk on this and I don't see any results? Nobody has paid me for my skills. No one has paid me for my gifts. No one has paid me for um, what I'm doing, all this physical um, labor for. I I work nine to five and then I come home and I work and I stay. I've been diligent and fixed on my efforts for my side hustle. But I haven't seen the income, the abundance that I want to see, the energetic exchange that I want to see. This is a time where, especially as Soul mentioned for Earth and water signs, for us to get that expansive experience in our reality to match what efforts we've been working towards. And obviously all signs. Right. But just more so for those energies, because Taurus is where Jupiter will be um, coming into. Right. So, like I said, this is a time of you experiencing, you know, that opportunity to say, like, wow, struggles make more sense for me because of how much abundance you were building up spiritually, even though you didn't know what the outcome would be, right? These are rewards based on persistent faith and persistent action that are about to come through. And I love what you said, so about the self-love work, right? This is the benefit from that self-love work that we've been doing on ourselves as a collective, having honor and dignity with how we treat ourselves, with what we know is our worth, what we know we deserve. And doing what you can with what you have, working with whatever objects, whatever physical objects, whatever internal emotions or wherever you are now, Right. Working with what you have now, more rewards are coming in to not only motivate you to keep going, but to also reward you for everything that you have already done. So really love this energy. We have a lot more to talk about with Jupiter as it begins to aspect um, other planets while it's in uh, Taurus. But let's go ahead and get into Wednesday's forecast. So.
1: Yes, I'm excited because as always, there's alignment with what you were just speaking about to what I have for um, Wednesday's energy. But what you were uh, talking about made me think about the quote, I think we've talked about it on Asher T before, about um, people pray for cake, but when the Almighty gives them eggs, oil, butter, batter and a pan and an oven they get frustrated and leave the kitchen and i'm like yeah we have everything we have we just got a, a grocery list from the divine we just got eggs eggs in this economy okay we got eggs we got butter we got everything that we need it's just the basic simple elements do we have the faith and the creativity and the artistry to put it together to make what we need. And that's why our emotional state is so important, With it, which is what we talked about for Monday's transit, just getting in the right emotional frequency to say, wait a second, oh, eggs plus milk plus butter plus this. Oh, that equals a cake. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can't even register that because we're so emotionally like overstimulated. So how can we get, kind of get ourselves emotionally in check? So for Wednesday, May 17th, this is where I was getting a lot of what Empress was saying on Tuesday's transit. We have Jupiter and Taurus squaring Pluto retrograde in Aquarius. So I mentioned all the great stuff about Jupiter and Taurus. I was like farms and meadows and pastures. Right. But this being Jupiter's first aspect after shifting into this new energy of taurus tells us immediately that these upgrades are not going to happen without serious transformation not only because it's pluto but we have pluto retrograde right now so there's already being this shift this like chaotic change within Pluto's energy of death, of transformation, of letting go of things, of dissolving the ego, right? That's a huge theme of Pluto in Aquarius, right? Allowing ourselves to be a like part of a collective, part of a group, right? Dissolving the ego so that we can teach, so that we can most effectively serve humanity, right? So the reward can only match the magnitude of the dedication that went into it and <laughs> that's why I was laughing what Empress was talking about for Tuesday like you can it's it's beautiful like you mentioned it from an abundance mindset you're like all the dedication that we put in it's time to collect on our rewards right but this the square with Pluto is saying the reward that you gonna get will only match the magnitude of that dedication that you put in. Right. Scarcity and survival mode have had us in this state where we have been manifesting relief. Right. We've been uh, manifesting immediate, tangible results. And Pluto retrograde is here to show us the freedom that can actually be gained through manifesting our highest ideals in the realm of the intangible. Right. It's not Earth. It's air. We're in the air. We're taking it a step up like a little bit lighter it's not bound by these physical objects or money like money resources things like that right it's air it's the words we speak the thoughts we think the patterns that we form Pluto retrograde here in Aquarius wants us to push our boundaries push push the boundaries of our mind our imagination to explore ourselves to explore our talents our hobbies our skills our gifts more deeply especially in community community and communication throughout the process as well. So this could be like starting a blog, right, or a YouTube series or write a book, right, write a series of journal entries that documents your process of cultivating your gifts. So we've been supporting the dreams of others for so long, and it's time to focus on building the most expansive version of our dream, right? Call in some of that help, some of that power that we've been been giving to help other people build and actualize their dreams and do this for ourselves. And so lastly, with Jupiter um, going into Taurus, right, throughout this whole transit as a whole, it'll be there for about a year, we're going to learn that we can achieve success and fulfillment without compromising our values, right? Pluto is definitely going to test us so that we can expand our values in areas where maybe we're stubborn or we're closed-minded or we're self-righteous, right? So those value systems can be tested. But overall, as that evolves what we value, it's important to know that we can still be happy and successful while being 100% true to ourselves. So, So that's what I was getting for Wednesday's energy.
0: Yes, I love that. And I was getting something so similar. So Wednesday, May 17th, we have Jupiter and Taurus squaring Pluto retrograde in Aquarius and in the tarot, this is the Wheel of Fortune in the Hierophant and King of Pentacles energy, squaring judgment in the reverse in the Star and King of Swords energy. And with today's transit, we may come across or actually be offered opportunities that we are not ready for. Not because we didn't have the time to prepare for this opportunity in Taurus season and even prior to that, right but because with the judgment and the reverse we made the intentional decision not to transform ourselves in ways that would create luck for us with preparation meeting opportunity right a lot of times people say luck is preparation meeting opportunity so by us not being prepared we miss out on certain opportunities and this is also you declining certain opportunities right so you are that person that did the work this could be you also declining opportunities today and due to this energy that you are no longer an energetic match to because of the transformations that you have embraced and the work that you've been doing on yourself whereas in the past You would have thought that this offer is all you deserve. This is the best I'm going to get. This is exactly what I need to do, right? But you know, you now know that you're worth a lot more than that. You've been walking on yourself. Like Sol said yesterday, you've been doing the self-love work. Okay, so you know that you're worth a lot more, more so you're able to clearly identify with which opportunities are in alignment with you and which ones are not as a result of that. So with the king of swords and the king of pentacles both here today for this forecast, it's very much giving know your worth or accept what others feel you deserve. Right? So remain logical and truthful with this King of Swords energy about what you do and do not want. And keep your eye on what you want to manifest and be mature about declining invitations or offers to fully step in this Wheel of Fortune energy that's coming into your life, right? Having that level of discernment to know this is no longer a vibrational match to me, or this opportunity is coming and people might see. Um, from the outside that this is happening for me quickly that oh wow she has she's so lucky right but that luck is only you being prepared right through the work that you've been doing through tilling that soil right and now this opportunity is coming out yes i know this information or yes i've been doing my spiritual work so now this this opportunity is a perfect match for my vibration right now Okay, so just keeping that in mind with today's energy for today's forecast, let's go ahead and get into Thursday. So,
1: I love the energy of Thursday. Um, It's such a, ooh, it's just like, it feels like a luxurious blanket, like just being wrapped around us. So on Thursday, May 18th, we have the moon and Taurus, sextile, Venus, and Cancer. And I was, as I was um, thinking about this day, I was thinking about Cozy by Beyonce. Just like, I started playing that. I was like, yes, this is the vibe. Like, that's definitely a vibe for that day. It's such a cozy, comfy, triumphant, nostalgic, and appreciative day. Right. Especially since it's a Jupiter day, too. It's just feels like a very benefic day, fresh off of this new moon as well. Like, I think it's just like this is a very like loving, nurturing like here. Let me let me help you. Let me help get you together. It's OK. It's OK. We can't do this together. Right. It's not it's not this forcible, um, even very deep, right? Like the full moon in Scorpio is very, very deep and profound. This is kind of just very like loving, supportive, nurturing. And so are the days that kind of come after it with that little exception of Pluto, right? Pluto is like, listen, I'm still here. Just like y'all know, I'm still here in the background, but you can have your, you know, your week of of empowerment, right? And comfort. So we have a mutual reception here, right? We have the moon in Taurus, sextile, Venus, and Cancer. So there's a mutual reception, which is when we have an aspect, right? Where each planet is in the sign that is ruled by the other planet. So what do I mean by that, right? Again, we have moon in Taurus, sextile, Venus, and Cancer, right? So the moon rules Cancer, and the moon is in Taurus. Venus rules Taurus and Venus is in Cancer, right? So there's a mutual reception. Each, we have, they're interacting with one another, and it's like, hey man, I'm at your house. Hey man, I'm at your house, right? So and we also have an exalted moon in taurus that's what's so beautiful about this day not only do we have this harmonious sextile and this mutual reception but we also have the moon being exalted in taurus so our emotions our intuition there and our connection to our body as well and our primal senses is at an all-time high and we have cancer and taurus two signs that really prioritize comfort Right. We've talked about this before. Taurus is about comfort through the tangible security and cancer is about comfort through the emotional security. So this is about celebrating our bounce back. Right. Celebrating that in all the times of scarcity, all the times of either real or perceived lack. Right. Of not knowing what we were going to do. We still got up right we still kept going cancer we still initiated something new something creative we created something out of nothing regardless of how we felt about it regard uh, regardless of our fear right the 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 feeling of not having safety and security like we still got up and initiated something new so this is about celebrating that even especially like couples and relationships. I, I was getting like relationships that have really gone through their trials, right? Of, of love, of self-worth with both partners throughout the years that you've been together. This is like being able to reach a deeper level of intimacy and closeness by saying like, look how far we've come, look how beautiful this union is that we've worked on so for so many years and we put in so much love and effort because look at us now, look at where we started versus look at where we, we are. So that's definitely, I was getting that in romantic relationships, but in relationships in general, right? Um, This is about time and time again. Right. We've been able to survive. We've gotten up. So it's time for us to collect our blessings and to show appreciation to ourselves and the people who were supportive. Right. We're not focusing on the negativity. We're not focusing on the haters, the ops, the people who doubted us. Right. We have the abundance to actually express gratitude for those who've poured into us. We can celebrate the times that we were open and vulnerable, right? We weren't weak in those moments. We allowed ourselves to be poured into and loved at times when our spiritual gas tank was on E, honey, okay? The little the light was flashing, right? Telling you pull over, you on E, and you were open enough to let people pour into you at a time where you were on low, right? Show appreciation to those people. So this is a day also about this. uh, It brings up reconciliation with people who are finally waking up and getting it, especially like I was getting women, mothers, like women in your family, things like that. It can like they can finally be part of your tribe again. Because they've done the self work, right? They've opened up their feminine energy. And you're very proud of how far they've come to just being open that now you're like, yes, I can have a relationship with you again. Yes, you're part of my chosen family now, because you've woken up, you started doing some of this healing work as well. So The relationship of this sextile between Taurus and Cancer, it keeps coming up because we talked about it a lot last week, is like breaking bread. Breaking bread is like a huge theme for this sextile relationship that Taurus and Cancer share. So we may not always share the same values, but the love and the desire to protect and support one another conquers all and any difference that we can have. And today is no different because of that. So that's what I was getting for Thursday's energy, just such a beautiful day. And just, you know, if you are in a relationship that has taken work, like really spend some time with your partner and just celebrate yourselves, right? Celebrate how far you've come. Like it's a very beautiful day for love. So what are you getting in the tarot for this day, Empress? So
0: from May 18th, On Thursday, we have the moon in Taurus, sextile Venus in Cancer, and in the tarot, this is the high priestess in the energy of the Hierophant and the King of Pentacles, sextiling the Empress in the energy of the Chariot and the Queen of Cups. And I love how you described today with just being like such a nice, luxurious day. I was definitely getting that as well. And so with today's forecast, because of our persistent efforts that we mentioned earlier this week, there is an elevation of your space to allow more room for you to continue being victorious with this chariot heel. And so some of you may be moving into a new home that you can really make your own and feel more comfortable and luxurious creating in and connecting with spirit in. And this is also being able to beautify your current space, removing any clutter and also bringing in tools that will assist you with your high vibrational commitments to your mind, body and spirit connection. So this could also be new appliances that you're getting in the kitchen, new furniture, right? So the appliances help to assist you with meal prepping, new furniture that helps for you to accommodate to um, storage, right? You might be getting new interior decorations to beautify the home and make it feel a lot more luxurious within your space of creation. New bedding that you might be getting with these fluffy Amazing pillows that I'm seeing in this imagery for the Empress card, right? Um, New pets for some of you I was getting as well. Um, With the Sphinx that was here in the chariot card, particularly cats for some of you. And some of you may also be expanding your garden, right? Or the space that you use to grow. So, potentially investing in tools for things like hydroponics, as well as for your garden. And some of us are even investing in land to build a house on and to farm on with this um, Taurus energy here as well and the Cancer energy. Uh, this is also seeing results in your committed effort. So, as we mentioned earlier, with this Taurus energy we've been in, uh, now that we're coming into these last degrees, being able to see results in your committed fixed efforts. So if you've been walking on things like your body, right, um, a skincare regimen that you've been persistent with, your eating habits that you've been a lot more focused on, making sure that you improve them, eating raw foods, eating more, you know, health in a, in a more healthy way, right? This is a day to see a breakthrough in your results as a way to really motivate you to keep going. And so overall, Overall, today's transit brings those progressive steps in the right direction for us and also potential opportunities to show us that victory is possible but it's up to the life experience that we're creating with like this empress card the energy that we're exalting okay so definitely keeping that in mind for today um, I definitely loved what you mentioned about creating something about nothing soul because it made me think about with the empress and the high priestess energy here sextile between them in the tarot creating something in the darkness right creating in that dark womb space in that feminine energy space you taking the time to sit with yourself in that dark subconscious and see the results of that right um in the physical reality so really love this transit as well really powerful and let's get into friday's forecast with the new moon so
1: Yes. And I love how you spoke about raw foods as well, because I think it's, you know, that's a reminder to us to always be in alignment with nature, right? As we enter, when we think about cancer, right? Cancer energy, that's the summer, right? We eat electrifying foods, food. Fruit, uh, fruits and vegetables that are growing in the sun right we have raw greens a lot of salads right keeping it light and fresh and crunchy right the winter is more for like the hardier you know hot cooked meals like you know take advantage of like smoothies and juices and salads and raw foods as much as possible as we start to emerge into the the spring and summer exactly okay with the dressing on top period yes. So Friday, May 19th, (laughs) we have the new moon in Taurus. And this is exciting, exciting, exciting. So, of course, from an astrological perspective, this is when the Sun in Taurus is conjunct the Moon in Taurus, that's giving us a new moon in Taurus um, at 28 degrees. So, this is really beautiful, right? I think this is very significant that the new moon is happening at a Cancer degree for two reasons, right? First of all, because my first thought, right, when I'm like, "All right, what do I want to talk about? What do I want to say for this new moon in Taurus?" My first thought was to nostalgia. Think back <laughs> to December of 2021 slash January of 2022. Right. Whether you follow the mean nodes or the true nodes of when the north node shifted into Taurus. Right. So, you know, either December 2021, January 2022, right around that time. That was my first thought like, hmm. This makes me think about the beginning of the North Node and Taurus transit, right? The second reason why this is significant is because the full moon that we just experienced, right, it felt like it was yesterday. The full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio was also at a cancer degree, right? It was 14 degrees. So this is very beautiful in a poetic way with the degrees here that... We were at the 14 degree, right? The the second chapter of cancer energy when we were dragged and exposed <laughs> with this full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And now we're at the highest vibration, the highest degree of cancer. It's 28 degrees about what are we initiating from this space? Again, like what Empress was saying, what are we creating out of darkness, right? This womb, this space that has been cleared, what are we creating out of it? So, It's beautiful that we're taking all of the insights, the downloads, and the truths that were revealed during this full moon and now applying it to this portal of opportunity with the new moon in Taurus. And it's a full circle moment for this trial that we've been facing in the Taurus area of our life. Whatever house it is, right? For me, it's my uh, fifth and sixth house, right? Taurus starts my fifth and it goes into my sixth a little bit. It's Whatever house it is, it's recognizing the value and the love and the harmony and the abundance, everything that we bring into the spaces that we occupy, whether it's our personal space, whether it's our, um, you know, our businesses, whether it's our communities, whether it's our families, whether it's with our children, uh, whether it's into our daily routines, right, and our partnerships and our marriages, like all areas of of the zodiac wheel. And With Jupiter having entered Taurus this week, this new moon serves as an opportunity to honor ourselves, to treat ourselves with care, to tend to ourselves and others, to invest in ourselves, uh, to release blockages of stubbornness and procrastination. Because if we truly, truly believe that we deserve it, then why we would give ourselves no choice but to just show up at all times right like go after it work at it every day be proactive be productive like if we really want it and we feel like we deserve it right whatever that it is for us we wouldn't block ourselves but so if we we find ourselves self-sabotaging it may point to an issue of worthiness, like, do we, why are we working against ourselves if we feel like we truly are deserving of this opportunity? So how can we commit to that personal work for this new moon? It's a really great exercise. It's a, it's an opportunity in self-worthiness as we continue forward and, you know, really close out Taurus season as well. So that's what I was getting for Friday's transit. What does this new moon look like in the tarot Empress?
0: Yes, on May 19th, Friday, we have the new moon in Taurus. This in the tarot is the sun and the Hierophant and King of Pentacles, conjunct the High Priestess in the Hierophant and King of Pentacles. And the sun and High Priestess are really coming together for this new moon to assist us in taking all of the valuable information, insights, and lessons and solidifying them into lasting routines and ways of life that will ensure your abundance for a lifetime to come. And so what lifestyle changes did you really incorporate and get more serious about in Taurus season when it comes to your eating habits, when it comes to your exercise, your self-care and self-love, beauty regimens, financial habits such as saving and investing in yourself, pulling back your time and energy from certain practices? What limiting beliefs and habits did you commit to transforming from during Taurus season with the lunar eclipse in Scorpio we just had? And I love that you mentioned that it was at 14 degrees, which was also a Cancer degree. And so with the sun entering Gemini on the 21st of May, we are in the last degrees of the sun Being in Taurus. So, expressing gratitude with this new moon for Taurus season, for Taurus energy, by going out in nature and grounding ourselves, preparing offerings for nature and for divine, and also embracing your natural beauty as well as treating yourself for your hard work. Are all encouraged today. So forgive any parts of yourself as well as any energies externally that lower your vibration at this time and instead open your heart to more love more harmony, and more self-acceptance as we move into more social times with Gemini season. This is actually hitting our heart chakra, Taurus is associated with heart chakra energy. And I also love, so what you mentioned about honoring ourselves and treating ourselves with care. I was definitely feeling that strongly. So if you guys want to have some type of appointment scheduled today some time that you set aside to really treat yourself go and get a massage go and get something that indulges and treats your physical senses and your physical body today that will really help you align with this new moon energy and really step into moving forward, as I mentioned, into lasting routines that will ensure your abundance for a lifetime, right? Um, I love what you said as well about, you know, us potentially working against ourselves and using this new moon in Taurus to stop working against ourselves. Instead, working with our own energy and committing to transforming for the sake of that alignment. So I really love this new moon in Taurus and let's get into tomorrow's forecast, so...
1: So for Saturday as we get into the weekend we have Mars entering Leo fresh off this new moon um We have a lot of just really interesting energy with the fixed sign so saturday may 20th mars is entering leo and i just want to comment that not only is mars in like instantly going to be opposing pluto retrograde in aquarius right like as soon as it it's like let me let me step in this house see what's going on boom right opposition with pluto but we're also going to have a t-square which is really interesting we have so try to picture this we have jupiter with the north node in Taurus right Jupiter just entered Taurus the north node is slowly uh remember the nodes move retrograde so the node is about I think four degrees Taurus getting ready to exit Taurus by June or July July excuse me and so we have a t-square between Jupiter with the north node in Taurus Pluto in Aquarius and Mars in Leo right so we have a lot of energy coming up with the fixed signs this week Right. So our attention with now Mars entering Leo, it's going to be shifted away from family, from the home, domestic and family issues, ancestry, culture and exploring our maternal lineage to actually focus on self, personal power and taking pride in who we are. It really makes me think I was like the Lion King came up for sure on this day. And this is like our Lion King moment. Right. That that part when Simba really remembers who he is. He meets Rafiki and then he sees his dad and the stars, and his dad is telling him to remember who you are, right? And he's able to process his emotions um, of like feeling guilt that he was responsible for Mufasa's death, right? This is the emergence out of Mars and Cancer. Like we went through our Hakuna Matata moment. Right. We were in isolation. We process these deep feelings and emotions. And now, you know, it's this part of the movie when he returns home to avenge his throne. Right. This is that Mars and Leo moment for us. We are returning to our throne as the triumphant royal, right? Ready to claim everything that's ours, okay, period, right? We may have had to learn um, during Mars and Cancer, we may have learned and discovered more about our heritage and our culture, especially on our maternal side, right? Figured out more about where we come from. So this is now about integration and honoring this information, right? You know, maybe you found out a, a particular ethnicity you didn't know, Um, that was in your family line. And now it's, you know, reading more, researching more. What do they eat? What deities or uh, religious culture do they have? You know, things like that, right? And integrating the parts that resonate for you. So also identity, sexuality, as well as sexual expression, right? Self-expression. These are all themes for Mars entering Leo. Because I felt like, I was, I feel like some people were, you know, you had some hateration, right? And holleration <laughs> in the dancery when it came to family, right? A lot of Mars and Cancer brought a lot of conflict to family, family affairs, family issues, right? That's why I was like, family affairs, like there was definitely haters and conflict. So now it's like, how do we emerge as triumphant on our own, like on being able to stand on our square confidently is what Mars and Leo is about. So it's also a great time to learn the stock market, especially with all this Taurus and Aquarius energy in the air as well. Um, You know, it could be a really great time to learn more about investing and about um, trading and things like that. Um, also children and families will be, um, a highlight. Perhaps Mars and cancer, you know, showed you, okay, I actually want this to be different with our family. I want to raise our children in this way. I want to be this kind of family. And now Mars and Leo is like, the practice like activating that parental energy in the way that you wanted to and the intention that you set in mars and cancer so it's also a time for us to act on our creative pursuits right our entrepreneur entrepreneurial pursuits as well our creative projects so this is a, a very like bold and vibrant and confident kind of shift out of cancer into leo for for this transit so we'll talk about this more um, as mars begins to aspect other planets but that's what i was getting for saturday's energy um what's your take on mars going into leo
0: Yes, yes, and yes. I love the reference to Lion King. That was perfect for today and I'll tell you why in a second. So for May 20th, Saturday, Mars is entering Leo. It's also making an opposition to Pluto retrograde in Aquarius. And in the tarot, Mars and Leo is the seven of wands energy and with the opposition to judgment in the reverse in the star and king of swords when it comes to Pluto retrograde in aqua. So This transit is definitely a time to stand our ground and defend our ideas, creations, and the current position that we take in our lives. And I really love how you, like I said, mentioned the Lion King. Because if you've ever seen the Seven of Wands card, it's literally someone standing on the top of a hill with a wand in their hand. And all you can see is... Six wands that are beneath them, so it kind of it definitely created that picture when you were mentioning Lion King, where you know <laughs> uh, Simba's dad was literally on the top, and then he, you know. So I really love that visual, but this is a time when we're definitely standing our ground, as I said. And this transit will bring up situations. I think Mars and Leo is going to definitely bring up intentional situations where you feel attacked from all sides, right? Divine wants to get you more confident in your personal power, as you mentioned, soul. And so I feel like during Mars and Leo, we'll definitely have situations where we feel attacked from all sides, just so that we have opportunities to intentionally gain confidence in ourselves and remain 10 toes down on our ideals and our creations and what our passions are and what we want to do for ourselves, right? So while Mars is in Leo, we are experiencing the Seven of Wands as a collective right so keep walking on yourself and developing your self esteem when it comes to expressing and sharing your passions and your energy sharing your gifts and talents with the community and also online socially This is a beautiful energy for us to step into literally the day before Gemini season, which I'm excited to get into for tomorrow. But this energy is going to assist us in being able to learn from others during Gemini, uh, helping us to be open to learning new information, to reading, studying, and communicating on social media and in social settings. Uh, But because we will all be outside more, right, due to this time of year, as we're Gearing up for summertime at this point, as Soul mentioned earlier, cancer is the cardinal energy that brings us into the summer vibe. Right. Because we're going to be outside and we're gearing up for that summertime energy. This transit may also have egos very high. Right. With the Leo energy. So really recognizing during this transit in others and yourself when you're acting just for attention in unproductive ways, you might also see children. Right. Leo energy is uh, children um so you might also see children acting very you know entitled and in their ego but in general as a collective this mars and leo transit may have egos very high so recognize in others in yourself when you're acting for attention specifically in unproductive ways or you're supporting the actions of others that don't really dissolve your energy and that you're giving more energy to them than you are to yourself So entertain us, uh, when you're scrolling on social media, looking at everybody else coming out and being outside, when you're at parties, right, or concerts or major events, just being mindful um, of this energy as well. So continue to focus on your own shine at this time and focus on your ascension, right? And you'll naturally serve the world boldly and un- unapologetically while you're also staying in your lane, just like the sun. Um, I really love what you mentioned, soul about taking pride in who we are and our personal power. Those are definitely some major themes while Moss is in Leo. Um, and I really like the energy for today as we come into the new zodiac sign. So let's get into Sunday's
1: transit. So yes, to close out the week, we have the sun entering Gemini. And oh, like as I look back on Taurus season, it's just such it's been it's been beautiful, you know. It it has been incremental change that is still undeniable right and i think we can now have a little fun gemini's you know just a little chaos right just a little fun just a few nights out on the town you know um the days are getting longer the the water's getting warmer, right? It's being able to enjoy synchronicity and conversation and communion. So happy solar return to all of the Geminis. And we're shifting from this fixed feminine earth sign of Taurus to mutable masculine air energy with Gemini. So Gemini is the masculine side of Mercury, which is the planetary ruler of Gemini. Mercury also rules Virgo. So Virgo is the feminine expression of Mercury and Gemini is the masculine expression of Mercury. So in true Mercurial fashion for this day, I actually want to read an excerpt from a book called Divine Love Astrology, Revealing Spiritual Truth for Personal Transformation by Shiva Das and Mercy Ananda. So I was like, I was telling Empress this morning, I was like, I was feeling gravitated to my books. Like I was thinking about Sun and Gemini and I'm like, let me grab one of my books. And I turned into like the Sun and Gemini part where they go into like the different placements. I was like, that's weird. Cause usually like, I kind of meditate about the transits. They really come from spirit. I was like, why am I reading this book? And then I'm like, oh, duh. (laughs) It's Gemini. (laughs) It's mercurial season, mercurial time, which is all about books and learning and information. So I'm going to read this excerpt. So the Gemini pillars represent the circuit that is formed between heaven and earth by the interaction of the spirit manifest in the human body, meeting the manifest material world, and also represent the duality of human nature. Humans have the capability to be good or bad, but what makes humans unique among all earthly creatures is that they know the difference and can choose. Geminis do not like anything to restrict their ability to choose spontaneously in the moment, but have to learn to consider the consequences of a choice before they act. The twin pillars represent the human quest for understanding, knowledge, skill, and mastery. The human mind grapples with the question of good and evil, of when to cooperate and when to compete, of whether to surrender or to fight, and struggles to know what is the truth of life. The mind tries to understand how the multiplicity, variety, and vast differences in life all work together. Only through learning to trust and work with the interconnected flow of life does Gemini learn the truth and become master of itself and its circumstances. The alternative is for Gemini to feel separate, insecure, driven by the need to survive, and in a struggle to compete with everything. Geminis, if they do not come to understand what true wisdom is, wander in search of experience, where selfish desires keep them from the present moment. Geminis are trying to get the most out of the present, but are often focused instead on what's coming next. Life is trying to teach Gemini that the present moment contains everything it needs. Gemini develops the mastery of their ability to meet, handle, and survive all encounters, the command of their communication skills, and the trust and faith in life to cooperate with their success through an awareness of their inseparable connection to life and an understanding of the true meaning of intimacy. Gemini is here to see beyond the perception of duality, to see the oneness of it all, And in doing this, Gemini sees the divine intelligence at work in action and counteraction and learns to truly be in the now. So, again, that's from Divine Love Astrology, Revealing Spiritual Truth for Personal Transformation. And I was on page 191. It's a huge book. It's massive. Let's see. It's 760 seven hundred and fifty seven pages, but it is worth it. It's like a huge manual um, that really goes into not only each sign and each placement for each sign, but the relationship that each sign has to one another um, in the Zodiac wheel as well. So I hope that resonated. That's like what I think the name of the game is in Gemini season to explore our spiritual and human um, duality as well as really learning to be present and content in the now instead of trying to um, kind of mentally escape from responsibility by trying to think about the next thing. So uh, I'll end it on that. Um, And Empress, you can close us out for Sunday's energy with the sun entering Gemini.
0: That was so beautiful. Like you're making me want to buy the book just so I can read that again um, on next week's Sunday. But I really love that. So thank you so much for sharing that and following your intuition as well so guys to wrap up the week on sunday may 21st we have the sun entering gemini and in the tarot this is the sun entering the lovers and knight of swords energy and so shout out to all my gemini astro fam of course all the sun placements take precedence right um have whatever solar return will have you vibing the highest this is also a celebration for all of the other strong gemini placements as well whether you are a gemini rising like me or you have a lot of gemini energy in your chart and with the sun entering the lovers and knight of swords energy in the tarot this brings light abundance happiness and positivity to the moves and the environments where you can be loved, where you can be celebrated for being yourself and honoring your truth. And during the season, be honest with yourself and others in a way that exudes transparency, that exudes love and this willingness to learn from everything. So be accepting of the people, places, spaces and information that educate you and perspectives other than your own, right? Outside of your own perspective, while also being authentic in your own expression, right? You can learn more information without having to compromise your self-expression. Also speak up for yourself during Gemini season and be willing to share information and knowledge with this Knight of Swords energy here, Communicate your emotions and transmute energy, right? Don't hold your tongue or suppress energy only to hold on to it and allow it to cause any thoughts that won't serve you during Gemini season. Share the downloads, share the messages that you receive from spirit and in conversations and experiences with others, right? Like soul, getting that intuitive nudge to read that excerpt for us and following through and sharing that download sharing that message right that you've experienced and that you've received from spirit so really being obedient with that tapping in in that sense because we'll also be getting with gemini season this influx of thoughts and ideas mercury is the planet of communication it rules mercury or it rules gemini and it rules Virgo. so this is kind of like imagining during gemini season like you have more orders in the post office right the post office um Uh, they, They just got a lot busier. Right. And so that's how kind of like our minds will be, right? There's a lot more downloads that we'll be getting. This also it's also gonna feel like an influx of thoughts, an influx of ideas that we'll receive in Gemini um, season. So read a book, right? Take a course, share a course with someone, right? Share products and services this season. Get back on social media if you've been missing, right? Or build that website if that's if those are the ideas that you're getting during Gemini. This part of the astrological year really brings a conversational note to the collective. So engage while also being truthful and honest about who you are and where you want to go next. Right. I love what you mentioned, Soul, about the consequences of choices um, to to operate inside or outside of the truth. Um really being kind of exposed during Gemini season also having that raw self-expression and communicating intimacy those things really stuck out to me being able to explore your spirituality and those humanistic features about yourself that you know that twin energy with Gemini that we'll be experiencing so really a beautiful season that we're stepping into definitely to continue our level up this astrological year if you have the astro calendar definitely looking at that Collage to tap in with all of the Gemini vibes, okay? So definitely post us on social media if you're connecting with that collage that you see. If you're a Gemini, shout out to you. And this is a really beautiful energy to wrap up the week. So that's all the tea we brewed for this week. Thank you all for joining us for another Cosmic Forecast. And may this upcoming week really empower you to heal, grow, and thrive. Definitely tap in with us on the podcast and also over on YouTube for those time stamped forecasts and you guys are loving those and also check out our available links to join the email list order your astro Tea products and also book your personal consultation so we love you all and have a terrific week.